origin stories. They're so important. Don't kill me, man! Don't kill me! Don't kill me, man! I'm not going to kill you. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. Host Eman Abwaji, so let's get to it. Okay, so origin stories is the topic I wanted to talk about today, and I've been thinking about this a lot. I guess looking at pictures of my dad, looking at pictures of back in the day, like. Where we come from, how we got here, is so important. When I think of my parents, and I've got to start my origin story from there, because their decisions, the decisions that they made that I had little and nothing to do with, in a sense, formed a large part of who I am and formed a great part of my identity. It's not the sum total of who I am by any means, but... Those decisions that they made long ago to travel from Ghana, because that's where I'm originally from. My parents are originally from Ghana. They moved to Zambia. And then after traveling between, for my dad, Russia and Paris and all over, they decided to settle in South Africa. So here we are. We were born in Zambia. My family moved to South Africa. And for us, those decisions shaped a large part of who we became as, as individuals from my brother, sister, and I. Um, seeing them as teachers, uh, obviously education was hugely important in my family. And, and even an interesting tidbit, my parents wanted us to actually do music. My brother, my eldest brother, my sister, and... When I arrived, they actually thought, okay, this is not working. We've tried to push these people into music, but they're not biting. So the irony is I eventually was like, I caught the music bug that they actually wanted us to get. So it's like those stories of how we grow up and where we grow up become such an important part of of who we are. I started this podcast with a clip from Batman. And I love comic books. I'll probably be getting into that a lot later down the line. But in comic books, the origin stories of all of the characters, all of the superheroes, plays a vital part. Whether it's Batman who loses his parents, or Superman who comes from another planet. Those stories help shape their characters. But I digress. So... We were raised in a small town called Butterworth. That's where we grew up. Um, Around us, we were in a community of a lot of, I guess, immigrants from Ghana as well. Uh, I remember the place is called Vully Valley. So in Butterworth, in a place called Vully Valley, 
and I guess a lot of people would probably even say nothing good comes from these areas, but this is where we grew up. From there we moved to a place called East London where I still live and have a lot of love and respect for this place. And it's, yeah, it's been hard fought in a sense because you always, when you come from a small town, you always look down on the town and like, ah, gotta get out, gotta move. Not knowing in a sense that the world is moving closer to you. And that's what the internet has done. It's really blown things wide open. So growing up in a small town, having big dreams, wanting to do things, it doesn't exclude you from the rest of the world and what's going on in the world. And my parents, God bless them, have always showed us that you know we can achieve everything we, we want to achieve if we work hard, if we think about how we're doing things, think about how we can change what we are doing or where we are to get to where we want to go. So my parents being well-traveled, my dad having seen a lot of the world was has always encouraged that, hey, if you want to do this, then figure out how you're going to do it and go do it. My mom, who is very entrepreneurial, both my parents, very entrepreneurial, seeing them from doing baking and my mom selling, whether it was scones or cakes, to starting a shop and selling clothes from a boutique store or starting a hair salon. I've seen them do their hustle, you know, to help put us through school because, like I said, they're, they were both teachers. And for them, education was important. Learning and being able to use the knowledge was important. And they passed that on to us. So for me, growing up, it's like, what can I do with my life that can make a difference and shape the world around me? Not just, okay, you're here, just make a living, do this, and that's it. So all of those things that they were teaching from afar, because your parents don't always realize what they're doing or that their actions are showing you greater um, greater things that you can do in your life than just, than just what they say. Because I guess I wasn't always the best listener to what they would say, but I was always watching what they were doing. And I guess a lot of people do that. But now fast forward a little bit into the history. So when did I start getting into doing music and creating? I would probably say a defining moment for me as an individual was at the age of five, losing my very eldest brother. So he died in when I was like five years old. And again, another defining moment I didn't think about too much later down the line. Um, and why it was also such a critical moment is for my family, it changed a lot of the dynamics. It brought us closer together. Uh, but for me as well, I still needed an outlet. I was a very angry kid. Um, so naturally I was drawn to stuff like like kung fu movies and and NWA and a lot of the hip hop stuff that was angry and aggressive. So a guy like Tupac spoke to me. I get it. I felt it. You know, I was like, hey, this guy is saying stuff that I can relate to. So 
listening to that sort of music, being into Kung Fu and doing that sort of stuff was a way for me to express and get out that frustration, that sense of loss. So I turned to martial arts, I turned to poetry, and that was really, for me, the catalyst for getting out and being able to express how I feel. So it was in high school when I met my friend, Jared, who he often saw me. I was like, hey, man, you seem to be writing a lot of poetry. Have you ever thought of making that into music? So that step into the next phase or next direction was a huge one as well. So I started writing raps, getting out all the thoughts, all the emotions I had, and he was putting it to beats. So that circle coming round of, hey, you know, this emotion that's all inside that I don't know how to express or get out, it had to come out in some way. So martial arts, music, being able to express myself through words and poetry was important. So that was where my love for music also really started. So in high school, we started making music uh, as a way to express how I was feeling, how I viewed the world, and also just, you know, the things around. You know, as a, as a teenager, when you got raging hormones and trying to figure yourself out, it's a good expressive tool. And music was that for me. So in all of the processes that came afterwards of just learning how to write, how to make a beat, how to, how to put things together, we kept doing that after high school, going into, for me, I didn't have much of a choice with my parents, like, you know, you'd have to study something. So I studied IT, which was also a good segue, in a sense, into the technology that would eventually come down the line with, you know, all the software and all of the things. So what amazes me in life is that the right people show up in your life when you're ready for them. I guess there's a saying, I can't remember exactly how it goes, so I'm probably paraphrasing, but when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And you can say the guide appears, because I've had many people in my life that have appeared when I've needed them. And you got to always be open to that because my brother was a huge influence on me. So, you know, I didn't choose my brother and I'm glad I have him. So listening to his albums that he brought into the house from En Vogue to LL Cool J to Ron DMC, I remember how pissed off my brother was when I even was listening to his NWA tapes. He was like, hey, man, you can't go into my stuff. That stuff's not for kids. <laughs> him being a kid himself. But it was moments like that that really switched on a light in my head to like, this stuff is... It's, it really reaches down into your soul, into your mind, and can really talk to you. And I wanted to do that. I wanted to, I wanted to be able to express like they express, because they're saying stuff that's talking to me, and they don't even know me. So that was a really cool introduction for me into the world of music and how impactful music can be.
So fast forward to us doing the music thing and actually trying to figure out, okay, what do we need to do now? Get a record deal, do this, do that. And again, it was my brother who took, who I remember when he was working in Johannesburg, um, I went up to go visit him and he took me to a Jay-Z concert, Jay-Z at the Dome. And that was years, years ago. Um, and I remember hearing stories about how Jay-Z started, he's come up and he couldn't get a record deal. And on the back of not being able to get a record deal, he was like, I'm going to sign myself. I was like, what? What do you mean sign yourself? Again, just speaking to that entrepreneurial spirit. And if you can't do this, you got to make it happen. And I was inspired by that. I was like, okay, let's go. And that was when I started, I started speeding to Jared. I was like, you know what? If no one's going to sign us, let's start doing it ourselves. I've been reading up. Internet was starting to, you know, take off back in the 90s, 90 what, 96, 97, 98, 99 into 2000. We were reading all we could about, okay, starting an independent label and how it's going to work. And you have to remember that in South Africa, we're like five years behind the most first world countries. So a lot of the information we were getting, we just were soaking it up. But we're still so far in terms of technology behind what the first world is doing. And learning how to do business in a sense didn't come easy, but you know, I had good examples in the parents that I had. So I was I was watching and trying to figure out how does this thing work? It's like a Rubik's Cube. It still is for me. Learning, okay, if we're in a small town which I realized, I was like, okay, how do I take the next step and starting to go to conferences? And that was when I started going to um, Sam Rose conference that they have, um, Mushito, when I learned about conferences in Cape Town. And that led to me going to the States to go to a, a, a festival, a conference like South by Southwest, which is also another catalyst moment and catalyst thing where I was at the Mushito conference which is inside Africa Jober passing out my, my mixtape and saying hey man this is what I'm doing this is how I'm doing it and people hearing that and seeing that and going this kid's got something so all of that to say that if you want to do something if you want to make stuff happen you've got to you've got to remember where you're coming from and use that as a part of your story, as a part of who you are, to take you forward. It's not something that you should pretend didn't happen, because it did happen. It's a part of, it's a part of your character. It's a part of who you are. It helps shape you, so you can use that as source material, as part of the catalyst that moves you forward. So, I just wanted to. Go on that little tiff and just speak about your origin stories because your origin stories are very important to who you are and who you're becoming as a person. So use it. Marvel Studios and the superheroes that they're introducing with Tony Stark and Hulk and the like, it, it shows these two characters who often have two sides to them coming together and be realizing that 
you know, that is who they are. And a lot of that is happening today. And I, I know I feel it. I started this podcast, like I said, with um, Batman, Batman, Bruce Wayne. And for the longest time, I often felt like that with, with my music and what I was doing. It's like one side of me was the professional who would work in IT sector as a consultant or project manager. And the other side at night when I'm getting ready to do my thing, it's like turning into Batman and starting to do what I got to do, you know, behind the mic. But those two characters for me are becoming one and have always been one. And with the internet again, the world is moving more in that direction where you don't have to be just one thing. The two sides of the coin is still the same coin. I've noticed that a lot in culture. I've noticed that a lot in what stories are being put out into the world. But it speaks a lot to where we are as a society, as a culture. We know that you have another side to yourself. So put that other side out there, whether it's as an artist, whether it's as an entrepreneur. You have those sides, let, let us see it. And I know I'm feeling that a lot these days, you know. There's no point in hiding the other side that people know already exists. So it's about expressing that side. It's about being fully you as much as you can be you so that you can be happy. So I just wanted to share my thoughts on origin story. Wanted to tell you a bit about mine and also to take you along on the journey. I'm still learning as a podcaster, rapper, entrepreneur, all of those things mixed in one, you know, where I'm going. So if you've enjoyed the story, I hope you'd subscribe. I hope you'll share it with a friend or three. And I'll see you next time on the next episode of Making It Happen. Thank you very much. This is Iman Abwaji signing out.